What up, fuckers? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip of our show, Guys We Fucked the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast with guest Kat Sadler. Yeah, and if you want to hear more, the whole interview, more of us and more of other brilliant minds, because we're brilliant, yeah. Yeah. We're brilliant. Um, head on over to luminarypodcasts.com where you can get a subscription for as low as $2.99 a fucking month. What I remember about having a baby when uh, my second son, when I was... I think I was 31 at the time, was that I was on a morning show and I had to be at a morning show at 4 a.m. I had to be Oof. there at 4 because it was a morning show 6 to 9. And I already had one child who was like 3. And then I would be up in the night like nursing my brand, my newborn and then like heading out the door at 3.45 a.m. Like I'd nurse. I, I didn't sleep. I would drive in the snow, you know. Anyway, Ooh. that's all. I mean, that's the real struggle. That's the juggle. Yeah, I, I did it. I myself, but. How helpful was your husband at the time during that? Was he? Yeah, what what percentage what of the work was he taking yeah. on? <laughs> you guys are gonna hate me. See, I, I this, no, again, no, no, no. The answer is whatever is weird. Like it, 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 we're not. I'm just curious about we're not experience. fishing for anything. And uh, you know, we're of course we're a- we're asking with a sassy tone, but we hope for your sake we that kissed, he was pulling yeah, his weight. A hundred percent. We've only. I haven't been touched by a man sexually in seven months, so it's been a while. <laughs> and my impression of men and their attitudes just lately is is very i don't i'm not a fan so yeah perhaps that was uh, reflected in my tone we were deeply no, affected by it <laughs> listen it is a very real problem actually i don't know if you guys have heard of the book fair play um Mm-mm. and i know neither of you are moms but for some of you listening it might be but there's a woman her name is eve rodsky she was on my podcast naked and it got that episode got so much response because she wrote this book all about this very topic about how you know women do all the invisible labor we're not compensated for it we're not supported at home and this whole she did like eight years of research on how men and women should split the labor and how things should have more of a balance at home or how however your partnership looks um about carrying the weight so anyway just if For people listening, it's a great read if you haven't. But I married a really, my first husband was one of those, almost probably just because he's pretty controlling. (laughs) He was very (laughs) hands-on. He liked to be in the middle of things. He liked to do his part. He liked to change diapers. He liked to take them to daycare. Like he, he was beautiful. Great. He was really great. I mean, I couldn't have, I literally couldn't have done my job at the apartment. So. Okay, good. Oh, that's good. See, I was hoping I was hoping it would be a story like that, you know, and not what I was expecting. So that's great. <laughs> I like I think we need to hear more about men doing the work because I hear way too many stories about men not doing the work and it's making me jaded and making me just want to be a lesbian and I know you can't pick your sexuality, but I needed to hear a story about a guy being good. So that's good. Yeah, we were deeply affected by a cartoon that was featured in the New Yorker <laughs> yeah. this week that it, it's a picture of a woman holding two grocery bags, one in either hand. The guy's down on his knee proposing and he says, hey, would you like to take on more responsibilities while my life remains largely unchanged? And it's, I mean, <laughs> it, it got a huge <laughs> response when face. we reposted it on social media. And like, I have thought of, I, Christina sent it to me maybe like three days ago and I I just periodically throughout the weekend I kept thinking of it and laughing because <laughs> I was like so sad in part <laughs> oh yeah I mean I mean what it's just one more thing to make us sad right now right like oh, yeah. <laughs> even, if, even if the world wasn't burning and we didn't have a pandemic and everything else and we didn't have an election coming up and then and then we just strip it all down and go oh, yeah sometimes guys are real assholes too and I'm all alone in my life 
Yeah. Just one more thing. Isn't it fun? Um, <laughs> it's so fun. Did you ever get, um, cause you guys would have to do, you are obviously around celebrities all the time and they're promoting something. They're always promoting a movie or a TV show or whatever the fuck they're promoting. Yeah. Did that ever get old for you? Like, cause I, I can imagine, like I worked at, um, like I've been like, at, I go to the SNL parties and stuff and you know, we're stand up. So I know like Michael Che, he's not like big, big famous cause comedians are more like level headed, but I've been around really famous people before. And I'm just like, just so interested in that. But then sometimes they're, sometimes they're genuinely sweet and dumb, but sometimes they're mean, but then sometimes they're like really kind and <laughs> brilliant and they're people just like us. <laughs> I know. I really, and, and I, and sometimes I do forget that, but like, how has your experience been like, um, uh, because I imagine you can't ask them what you want to ask them mm. on a, a program like E! News. They're going to feed you questions, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, it's kind of like what you just said. I mean, what's interesting is, um, did it ever get old? Sometimes, yes, because it was, you know, at the end of the day, when you're doing that kind of program, you know, you could do a 30-minute interview and actually have a pretty cool conversation, but only two minutes of it makes the air. And it's usually oh. this delicious bit that makes the air. It's the clickbait, right? Like everybody's trying, oh, to, yeah. trying to get it, people to watch. So that was, you know, frustrating sometimes. But at the end of the day, as far as celebrities go in general, they are just like, I mean, some are nice, some are not so nice. Some yeah, are yeah. funny, some aren't. Some want to share and understand like that having some kind of connection um, makes for good TV. Some people yeah. are dicks. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just, it just, you Runs just, the gamut. and by the way, some people, you know, cause I've worked in this town for so long. Some people are really great and wonderful one night and the next time I see them, they're asshole. I mean, you just, yeah. they also that's have human. moods. They yeah. can have crap going on in their own life. So they can have a bad day. Sure. And, and also if, if uh, somebody, a stranger was trying to photograph my child, I'd be like, Oh, you're going to meet my fist. Like I, I, I couldn't be, <laughs> be a terrible celebrity. Cause I'd punch the pops all the time. <laughs> um, They'd love you though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would get good really famous. Um, when you, uh, divorced your husband, your first husband, um, because the other thing about with male celebrities, and it could be because I haven't been touched by a man sexually in seven months, but they're really hot. Like, really, the <laughs> men are really fucking hot. And I, if I got divorced, like, I was with a guy for seven years. I'd never, I'm a stand-up. When we broke up, I was like, I'm going to fuck all the comics I've wanted to fuck forever. <laughs> um, when you got divorced, were you like, y'all, I'm going to hit on these hot dudes that I get to see every day? Or not. I'm still waiting for Brad Pitt, y'all. I mean, <laughs> he's such a baby. He is I, as hot in person as as we think he is. He's uh, and he gets older, he gets hotter. It's uh. so unfair, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it used to be Johnny Depp for me. He's mm, really, that's more my speed. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's good friends he, with Doug Stanhope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's also weird is that the longer you live here and the longer you work here, here the smaller the circles get. And when you know people who know him and date him and friends who yeah. date him, I know far more than I should probably know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But are they, do I want to jump their bones? Did I after my diver divorce? I mean, you know what, what was weird about after divorcing someone that you were with for 12 years? I think I was like my early 30s. I'd met my husband in college. Like he had. Oh, so you never had a slut phase, really? Well, maybe a little in college, oh, but good, good. But Thank but God. it's been a while, and that yeah. was my biggest. The thing I remember most about getting divorced after twelve years of being with the same person was, 
I was petrified that I wouldn't remember how to have sex or uh, even kiss or do anything. I was like, yeah. oh, I feel that way right now, and it's, it's only not, been a couple months. Yeah, because like <laughs> I have a bit of my stand-up. I'm like, imagine one dick for seven years. You're like, that's my dick. I got that dick. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you you're all alone, and there's all these dicks walking around. And you're like, I don't know. I forget how to do it. <laughs> yeah, it comes right back though. It really okay, that's good. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is gonna be a fun little slut phase, and it was. I got it yeah, out of my nice. system. It was wonderful. It's that's, a, that's really good timing because we are usually on this show kind of against uh, young marriages or getting together young or staying with like that sweetheart. But if you do get divorced in your early thirties, that's you time that really well. Yeah, um, you really did. <laughs> honestly, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but it's true um, because, you know, at my age, a lot of my friends are having children now, right? And they're yeah. in the diaper stage and they're in the stroller stage. And I have two years to go. My youngest is going to be out of high school. And I'm like, that's awesome. God, I timed that right, man, because I feel like I don't feel like I'm getting old and my life is starting to slow. I feel like I'm about to just blow up, like take off. Freedom, oh. travel. And your kids are old again. enough to like be fully, your kids are old That's enough to so be fully cool. formed humans that you can enjoy their presence. And right. then they go off into the world and then you're young and, oh, that, yeah, that is really good timing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really nice. I mean, it was really, I mean, my 20s were work. I mean, work, because I was, mm -hmm. you know, a professional. I was working every day and I was, it was a high pressure, you know, TV job. And then I was trying to raise two kids. I mean, I look back and I'm like, how? did I even function? How did I function at all? Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, now I, I'm so fortunate because I mean, as, as stressful as teenagers are in their own way, um, yeah. and it's a, a new kind of heaviness that comes with raising, uh, kids today that are older. Oh my God. Have you guys seen the social dilemma yet? I just watched it yesterday. I need to watch it. It's on my, yeah. Hell, the internet's or the social media is the devil, <laughs> but we can utilize it in a, like it, 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 that quote about there's only two industries that call their users, uh, their, their customers, users, illicit drugs and, uh, social media. I'm like, right. I saw that on your Instagram. That sucks. And that's very true. Did you like that clip? Do you want to hear the whole thing? Yay. Go to luminarypodcast.com. Subscribe where you can hear more of guys. We fucked more of Trevor Noah, more of Michael Rappaport, more of Roxanne Gay, more of Lena Dunham, and so many more brilliant minds uh, that are part of the Luminary family. Luminarypodcast.com. Do it. Screw it. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Nailed it. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.